Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, thanks so much for joining us. If you missed the previous few segments, you can always listen to our podcast if you go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. We are having a wonderful day talking about this upcoming Armstrong Award dinner. We just finished speaking with Will Armstrong, the son of Bill Armstrong, and kind of leader of the Bill Armstrong legacy, making sure that we are keeping his vision, his name, his leadership strong and alive in our country because it was so critical to the formation development of Colorado Christian University, which is now educating 9,000 students to embrace Christian conservative values. The William L. Armstrong Award is given away at the Western Conservative Summit each year. It'll be June 4th this year, so coming up in about a week. Tickets are still available. It's a wonderful event. We have Biff Gore, who provides live music, so you get this great evening to celebrate live music. We get to have wonderful food. It's at the Gaylord Rockies. But most importantly, we get to honor Christian conservative statesmen, people who have led a lifetime, as Will said, a lifetime of commitment to Christ and America's founding principles. This year's winner is Cal Thomas. Cal, with a twice-weekly column appearing in hundreds of newspapers, Thomas is one of the most widely read and one of the most highly regarded voices on the American political scene. For 19 years, he was a commentator on, on Fox News Channel, which included his own show, After Hours, and as a panelist for Fox News Watch. For 10 years, he and Bob Beckel wrote The Common Good Column, for U.S. or Common Ground column for USA Today. He has worked for NBC News in Washington, D.C. and hosted his own program on CNBC that was nominated for a Cable Ace Award in 1995. In 2011, Thomas received the William F. Buckley Jr. Award for Media Excellence from the Media Research Center and in 2022 is receiving the William L. Armstrong Award. Mr. Thomas, thanks so much for joining us. Well, Jim, I don't think they'll get that much information in my obituary. <laughs> well, uh, Cal, uh, obviously the Armstrong family loves you. We love you. You've been a regular speaker at the Western Conservative Summit before. Tell us what this means to receive this award this year. Well, Bill uh, Armstrong was a very close friend. I first met him when he was in the House of Representatives. And uh, as I'm going to say in my speech, I want to tell you too much of what I'm going to say because then people won't come. But I... I found him to be the ideal believer and the ideal political leader. He combined uh, personal integrity with his faith. Uh, he was a complete man and uh, a tremendous friend and a great example of what a believer who is also in political leadership uh, should be like. There are too few like him anymore, and that's why our country is suffering on so many levels, in my view. So you know Bill personally. You've known the Armstrong family personally. What was it like to be around Bill? What was it? Uh, tell us a little bit more. You talked a little bit about his character, but tell us, give us some insight, maybe stuff that people wouldn't regularly know about your friendship with Bill. Well, he was a genuinely humble man. The higher he rose in the uh, in, in the political realm, and the greater his visibility it never affected his humility. I think um, he knew that he was a sinner saved by grace through faith. Uh, he has had a wonderful wife, Ellen, who meant everything in the world to him. I'm going to tell some stories about them in my talk, uh, some of them quite funny. And uh, 
he was always accessible. You know, an awful lot of people in Washington shut themselves off with spokespeople and publicists and others, and you can never get to them. But with Bill, he was available. He would respond to letters. I was going through a file the other day uh, of some old letters and found several from him to me that mean a lot to me. I'm saving them. And uh, he was just the real deal, a transparent man, a complete man, and a uh, terrific leader that we could use more of. He's the kind of guy that may, may uh, cause me to uh, rethink my position against cloning. <laughs> well, and a lot of people don't know this, but Bill came to faith after he was already elected. I often bring this up to folks about 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 4, which calls us to pray for those in positions of leadership, that they may come yeah. to a knowledge of the truth. We don't think about it. Yeah. We, get, we get frustrated, we get angry. Well, the guy I didn't want got elected and all that stuff. It, that doesn't end with what the Bible tells us to do, which is to continue to pray for them. So Bill, yeah. Bill to share with folks the fact that Bill kind of came to faith after he was already elected. Well, he tells the story that he met once with uh, Bill Bright, the uh, founder of Campus Crusade for Christ, in his office, and Bill shared the gospel with him. Uh, back then, uh, he had this little uh, pamphlet, The Four Spiritual Laws, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not information alone. Uh, the late uh, Senate chaplain Dick Halverson said, if information alone were key to coming to Christ, that everybody would believe, because the same information is available to everybody. It's the power of the Holy Spirit, and that's uh, that's what worked on Bill, and that's what led to his faith. You you have been very open about your faith. Uh, you've has been a big part of your career. How should people who are Christians in media, in the public square, in political leadership, how should they live out their faith? Well, the scriptures say that we are the smell of death to those who are perishing. So you're not going to be, uh, you're not going to have a lot of friends, especially in the media, if you are uh, openly a believer. Now, you can be openly gay, and you can be openly liberal, and you can be openly all kinds of other things of this world, and you'll have a lot of friends. But if you are sincerely committed to Christ and really love other people and seek to share the gospel with them, you are going uh, not to be invited to uh, the, the right parties or, or have attention paid to you. This is why I don't many, win many awards, and uh, I'm especially grateful to be a recipient of this one. It means a lot to me personally. But um, I think we have to always uh, um, uh, embrace the idea that we are, while we may have a boss, uh, we have an ultimate boss, and we are ultimately accountable uh, to him, and that would be the Lord. So what I try uh, to do, the way I try to live my life, is a way in ways that will be pleasing to him. Uh, inscribed on the back of my watch is one of my favorite verses, First Samuel 2.30, He who honors me, I will honor. This is just the reverse of what the world does. If you embrace the uh, attitude of the world, then you'll get all kinds of honors and awards. But uh, you won't get the ultimate reward, which is well done, good and faithful servant. Amen. Amen. We have a lot of young people there. We have the Western Conservative Summit Youth Conference. We'll have college students there. Uh, Cal, I think we need to be training up and raising up great Christian conservative uh, media leaders, uh, great Christian conservative journalists. What's your advice to young people? We've got about three minutes here. Uh, what's your advice particularly to young people uh, that we need to train up in the field that you're an expert in? Well, first you have to get in the door. 
uh, I spoke to a group of young people up in Virginia a few weeks ago. I said, get in the door. You can't do anything outside. You can't do anything in the parking lot. You've got to get in the door. So apply for anything, whether it's sweeping floors, getting coffee for others, get in the door. And then you'll start to meet people. And ask older people for their advice. I have hanging on my wall here in my office where I'm speaking to you today, uh, all of the uh, men and one woman who were very influential in my life uh, at NBC when I was a uh, copy boy in the Washington Network Bureau. Uh, I, I, I filed their scripts. I took them home and read them. They were my writing class. I asked them to tell me their stories about their experience, and many of them poured their lives into me. It's, a, it's, it's something you don't have to pay tuition for. You can get it for free. So get in the door. And then, uh, you know, be as uh, uh, wise as a serpent but harmless as a dove. Be a servant. Um, I remember uh, uh, some years ago I was in a, went into a newspaper in Florida to talk to the editor and um, about taking my column, and there was one guy who said, can I talk to you for a minute outside when you're done? I said, sure. He said, uh, I'm the only Christian on the staff, and I never get my ideas into the paper. I'm thinking of leaving. What's your advice? I said, my advice is, uh, do you know the name of your boss's wife? Do you know how many kids he has? Your, uh, your colleague there you sit next to, do you know she, how she takes her coffee in the morning? Would you go get it for her? Could you go out to lunch with your colleagues? Never bring God up once, but take an interest in them. Let the Holy Spirit work. Don't impose your own agenda or timeline on other people, and you will be amazed at what God will do. I love that. That that is incredibly impactful because all of us have that kind of call to mission, and you you get frustrated not only because uh, it doesn't seem like you can influence the way you want to influence, but you also want your colleagues and your friends, those especially if you work in the secular world, to embrace Christ as well. So relying upon the timing of the Holy Spirit and being a servant of the Lord in all these situations is so is so wonderful. I really appreciate that, Cal. Well, you, you know, Jesus gave us the tools, and we so often uh, do not use them. Love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you, care for widows, widows and orphans, feed the hungry, clothe, clothe the naked. You know, a great uh, uh, line in Chariots of Fire, uh, where Eric Little's father says, uh, uh, run like the wind, Eric, and let the world stand back and marvel. If we actually displayed the, and, and were obedient to the commands of Jesus, uh, this would astound other people who think of us when they think of Christians and conservatives as against everything. I'm not against everything. I'm for things. And I want to tell people who I'm for and why I'm for him and meet their greatest need. So I think we need to uh, change our whole attitude and approach to unbelievers. I was asked once, uh, what's your denominational background? I said fives, tens, twenties, fifties, and hundreds. I'm not going to give you a label that lets you define me by a way that may not be true. So well, what do you believe? I said, I'm happy to share that with you. <laughs> Friends, this is a wonderful preview of what the Armstrong Dinner is going to be like. Cal Thomas joining the lineups of Dennis Prager, Dr. James Dobson, Ed Meese, Robert George, Steve Green, and Kay Cole James, all as previous winners of the Armstrong Winner Award, this year's award winner, Cal Thomas, joining us. Thank you so much, Cal. You can meet Cal in person and hear this type of conversation at the Western Conservative Summit coming up next week. Go to westernconservativesummit.com to get your tickets and be a part of this great gathering founded by Bill Armstrong. Thanks again to Cal for joining us, and thank you all. 
for listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour on the Salem, Salem Radio Network.